0: Hi, this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. In this episode, I have my last conversation with Lance Riddick, who is Philip Broyles on Fringe. We'll look back at season four and what Agent Broyles dealt with in the two universes. We also chatted about an interesting short he did called Drone, and an upcoming movie Won't Back Down, where he praises an established actor. And here is Lance Reddick. As far as Broyles this year, you had a chance to, to play like an older version of Broyles. Oh, yes, I did. What was that like for you? Wow, uh, it was interesting, um, mainly because of the makeup. Yeah. Because <laughs> it took about three hours to get in
1: into and um, an hour to get out of.
0: Yeah, I bet, I bet. And did you, mentally, did you approach him any differently? Well, only in that he's, I don't want to
1: say he's sold out, but it's kind of like, um, Vichy France. <laughs> yeah. So you know he's still trying to do his he's still trying to do his job and take care of basically humanity as best he can. Hmm. And uh, being an occupied, be, yeah, basically being occupied. Hmm.
0: Well, yeah, definitely, definitely. Tired, you know, and it's 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 not just his age, It's mm-hmm. what
1: he's gone through, and what he's had to.
0: Sci-fi talk continues, so stay tuned. Had yeah, a lot to endure, especially with the observers in their in their new role in the future. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the future, that seems to be the theme, at least to start the season, is to kind of go back and, and kind of start the storyline that was started at, towards the end of last year.
1: Uh, as far as I know, I mean, I haven't read, I'm uh, not in the first slip but I haven't read it yet. But as far as I know, uh, that's, what we're, that's what we're, where we're going to be heading to mm-hmm. the
0: Have they given you any clues at all into the final episode at all? No, not at all. That should be interesting to see what they do. we uh, it, yeah. actually ending the show. I, I know that John Noble has said that they're going to start in the in the future, and, uh, and it looks like everybody is coming back, and uh, you know, so that's good too. That everybody gets a chance to finish the story, so to speak. Yeah. When do you uh, start shooting?
1: Uh, they, once again, I'm not sure because I'm not in the first episode. I, I actually am. I'm only going to be a handful of episodes this season. Oh, okay. So uh I don't know. I, I I'm pretty sure they start the, right after Comic Con. Oh, okay. So I think it starts the week of uh, July 17th or 18th, whatever that is.
0: Yeah. What are you? I mean, the, the show is coming to an end. Uh, you know, how do you look back on the experience and working on it and the, the people that you worked with?
1: Wow. Um, it was, um, you know, I'd never done a science fiction show before. Yeah. Even though, even though the kind of, it was just a lot of fun. You know, that was always really kind of, um, I, I in particular, I loved my work with Blair Brown and John.
0: John Noble. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's great. He's great. It, it's a dynamite cast though. And really, uh, right from the beginning, it just really was a, a different show. And, you know, the word X-Files never came up after the initial, maybe first episode that reviewers were. Oh,
1: It's on. a very different show
0: from this though. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. its own thing. And the alternate universe to me, I thought was a, was a great uh, was a great way to go to really cool stuff and to see the old broils was neat too and uh, that was uh, I know that was interesting for you to play too yeah I mean after
1: you know because his character changed so much after the first season yeah after that the old broils was really the most fun stuff for you to play
0: absolutely and you know one of the things too that I really want to mention about him is the thing the the, the whole thing with his family in this season too. That was nice. I I enjoyed that, and uh, we get to see more of the family man of Broils in that universe that we don't see in ours. So uh, I like. Yeah, that. that was some good stuff there. That was fun to that was Fun to play. Yeah, one of the things that you're doing in your in your in your own life is that you've uh, formed your own production company this March, and you actually have some things that are uh, you know that are that are you know kind of on the fast track. I want to talk about uh, Saint Sebastian? You have a Good director there, Mr. Danny DeVito, directing that, and, and you're a producer on that. Uh, kind of tell us a little bit about that.
1: It's a horror thriller really, that, um, it's nice. actually something that I, I, um, I took to Danny when he and I worked together on uh, an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, last, uh, May of last year.
0: Yeah, that's right, that's right.
1: Cool. And then, uh, we ended up, because, uh, because of the spotiness of my schedule and friends, we were actually able to, uh, shoot it with me in it, um, co starring in it in, uh, in December.
0: Oh nice, nice.
1: Great. So I know um there was uh the a sales agent who was a Cam, uh doing pre sale work uh for the film back in May. Oh. And uh Danny is he's in a play in London right now, but once they finished rehearsals and they were after previews were over, he was uh, he was he's been finishing up the editing.
0: Go oh, good, good.
1: In terms of you know, the the other co producers are you know, Steve Bing, who is uh is the finance guy, is yeah. uh, one of the executive producers. And Bruce Terrace, who is the, who is the writer, mm-hmm. uh, is, is, a co-producer along with myself and nice. Danny. And so, but we're really, in this particular instance, we're really the junior partners. So kind of what happens in terms of the uh, distribution, mm-hmm. um, is going to be more kind of a- along kind of Danny and Steve's say so. Mm-hmm. But, um, what started out as, as one thing it in, may, it may actually get a, a larger distribution. Oh, so nice. We were able to get a really great cast, too. Um, yeah. The other two the other two leads are... Um, I know William Fitchner is there. I'm like, he's the lead in the movie. Yeah. Bill uh, and Constant Zimmer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good people. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's excellent. And then there's something else that you're doing called The 117, and I think, you know, by doing well, that... The title has changed. So
1: it's called drone now.
0: Oh, drone! Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. To do it on YouTube, I think is a great way to go too. That you're going to get a lot of views on that, definitely.
1: Yeah, I think uh, YouTube's really going to push it itself. Uh, Bobby Glickford, who is the writer director, he is, uh, he's actually a protege of Justin Lin, and it's going to be on Justin Lin's uh, Yum Yum channel nice. on YouTube. Yeah. And, I, and uh, Bobby was actually at one point he was he was a, I think he started as Justin's assistant, and then he was the executive of Justin's company. Nice. Um, we're gonna see how it goes with this, this kind of an initial storyline mm-hmm. of, of episodes. Cool. Either we'll keep doing it on YouTube, or either do it. Hopefully, you know, evolve it into a feature film or a uh, uh, cable series.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's a great place to kind of test the waters on something like that, too. Yeah, that's actually something that uh, Bob, uh, Bobby, and
1: uh, Clark Baker, the uh, the other executive producer, uh, brought to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So, uh, and then, uh, and then my partner, Stephen Adams, and I, um, uh, you know, I, I, I agreed to do it, to star in it, because I really like the script. You know, we came on as co producers.
0: Oh, that's great. And speaking of your partner, he has a very solid visual effects background, too.
1: Oh, yeah. He I did know. They actually did the visual effects for, uh, for Thor.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I think he's worked um, on Iron Man, too, and a few other things, too. I'm not... uh, he probably did. He
1: yeah. probably did. I didn't know, but I don't. Because I remember when he was working on Thor, he couldn't tell me what he was working on. Mm hmm. Generally, he couldn't tell me until after it came out. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Andy, have you, uh, started casting for that or anything like that?
1: Well, no, we've already shot.
0: Oh, you've shot it? Oh, cool.
1: Yeah. We, huh. we, we, shot that, um, got off and on over the course of the past few months and a uh, couple of months. And then I shot my stuff. I finished shooting my stuff, uh, about two, two or three weeks ago.
0: Yeah. So you're, so you're trying to work around your fringe schedule a little bit too. Yeah, that's done. Uh, uh,
1: Bobby's in the, the process of you know editing that now.
0: Oh, good, good. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely that uh, that sounds really cool, and definitely we'll keep an eye out for that. And
1: uh... yeah, I think it's supposed
0: to premiere on YouTube in August. Oh, okay, great. That's awesome. So it sounds like you're moving into uh, you know still doing the acting and being more of a producer now.
1: Yeah, I just found that for, to have the kind of career that I want uh, at this stage. I just need to. In, 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 terms of, uh, being in the casting room, they need to be on the other side of the table.
0: No, I hear you. I totally um, hear
1: you. I, the other thing that I can't talk too much about, but it's, it's a presentational pilot for, uh, a half hour comedy that Bruce Terrace, the, the, the guy who wrote Finn Sebastian, he, he wrote and directed it. Oh, nice. Uh, and we shot that in April. And so hopefully by the end of this month, we'll have something ready to, uh, to shop to, and networks and it's definitely it's
0: definitely cable suits yeah oh good good a half hour more of my conversation with Lance Reddick in a moment you know it's funny because I was just I just happened to catch uh, you know Jonah Hex near the 4th of July and there you were reacting to the fireworks and everything on the 4th of July. Oh, that oh, was kind of fine. neat to see that. But, that, was,
1: that was fun to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. If there's nothing there. I mean, they were building the Washington Monument in that scene, so it's really yeah, yeah. It's really funny. That's great. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's uh, also, I also want to mention that you're uh, going to be in Won't Back Down uh, coming out this fall, too, with some really good people in that also.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I has got a great cast. And yeah. I saw, actually, I saw a screening, and actually, I think the, the version that I saw I think it was three weeks ago or mm-hmm. the finished version. Uh, oh, nice! I think it's a really, it's a really great film, and it's a really important film.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and the, the performances are superb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal is great, but uh, in, in particular, Viola Davis and you, the I, girl who plays—I can't. Oh, I'm so. This is embarrassing. I can't remember her name. Uh, the girl who plays Maggie's daughter. It really, kind of tour de force performances.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. it, I, I know it's about uh, the school system and how parents literally. Kind of taking on themselves to get things done and cut through red tape, and,
1: uh, and yeah, I mean it's about it's about a couple of a par- well, a couple of parents, one of whom is also a teacher in in the school, mm-hmm. and uh, that's Viola Davis's character. How they try to start a charter school, mm-hmm. really, for the sake of their 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 uh, the children. Yeah. and I play uh, Viola's husband.
0: As far as uh, as Fringe, uh, have you gotten any idea at all what's going to happen to you this season? I have no idea what sort. <laughs> <laughs> they always do that to you, Lance. I don't know what it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, John. John
0: uh, know everything. Yeah. No he does. He does. I, I know that uh, that Jeff Pickner won't be with the show, but that you know, it's it, not to read anything into that. He just wants to pursue anything else, and you still have JH Wyman, who is more than capable of being the showrunner the rest of the way and planning out the final thirteen. So uh, that's, that should be that should be cool. It's, it's gonna, I think it's going to be uh, exciting for that series finale. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I guess you'll be shooting that probably like around March or something like that, I would think, at that point. Oh, no, 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 no. Because there's
1: only going to be 10 episodes. So we'll be done shooting by December. Oh, by
0: December. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time not to say anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so will the series start up in September or a little later? I would assume it's
1: going to start at the same time it started every year since. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I should make those kind of assumptions. Yeah,
0: that's maybe, right. That's maybe right. We start
1: in January. Once again, John would probably be a better person to ask. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, we'll, we'll yeah. see him. So we'll definitely ask him. Yeah. Uh, and as far as Joe will know. Oh, yeah, yeah. As far as uh, Comic Con, you've been to a few of those now. Um, uh, I mean, for me, it just seems like a different experience every time I go. What's it been like uh, for you? Well,
1: it's a little weird. Uh, <laughs> it's. it's uh, Kind of a whirlwind, cause you get there and you go from event to event to event, and then you leave. Yeah, exactly. And, and the two times that I've been there, last year we had, to, we had a photo shoot the next day, so we literally, we had, I, I think my call was seven in the morning, so literally, um we were in things, we were, uh, in signings and interviews and the panel all day long, it was all one day. And then a limo took us, drove all the way back to LA.
0: Yeah. And
1: then seven o'clock in the morning we were in a photo shoot. For those of us who worked, uh, were flying up that night to Vancouver and shot on. Started working on Monday. Wow!
0: And you guys are in on this Sunday. This year
1: going to be spread out more, so it'll oh. be Saturday and Sunday.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. that's good. Because yeah, I know the the press stuff is on Sunday, and so is the panel. So that whole, you know, it'll be the the last day of the convention, which is interesting. But yeah. uh, but uh, it should be a lot of fun. It'll be good to see what happens. You know, it's been. Uh, I, I hope. I'm sure we'll talk again, but. Uh, it's been a, a great part for you, and what you've done with him. Uh, I think you've uh, you really pushed the boundaries of what that kind of character normally is, and really took him to a whole nother level. Well, thank you. You know, it really I think you've added a lot of humanity to him, and also a good strong sense of right and wrong that uh, that you kind of need for a guy like that. He really has been. With every all the craziness going around, you, Broyles was always the guy that kind of grounded the show. Literally in both universes, you know, it's it's interesting. Well, you know, the thing that's so interesting to, to hear you say that mm-hmm. is that the first season, the one the first question people
1: always asked me when they would stop me was, "Is Broyles a good guy or a bad guy?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, I don't see the nature of the character, but. um who the guy was, uh, who he was revealed to be was cha- changed dramatically over the course of the series.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did like the, uh, the whole story arc, um, with Mr. Harris, and, uh, of course, uh, how he manipulated, uh, Brown's. oh man, I, I, I'm dying. It's funny because I, I recall. I'm dying to work with him again. Honestly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Jared Harris is an amazing talent, you know, takes after yeah, his dad. Yeah. He's really something else, you know, but, uh, it's funny, I
1: haven't seen it yet, but, um, uh, Steven, my, my manager partner, was telling me that he's absolutely brilliant in the season
0: of Mad men. Yeah, yeah. And actually, he's going to be in Lincoln. I think he's playing Ulysses S. Grant in, in the Lincoln version That's Spielberg. <laughs> oh, right? is he? Yes, he is. Yeah, that's what I hear. So wait,
1: wait, wait, Lincoln, you mean the vampire hunter, the movie?
0: Not the vampire hunter. There's a historical Lincoln being done. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis is playing Abraham.
1: Oh, I heard about that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow, that'll
1: be wow. Because I've only ever seen one other person play Lincoln that just, I felt, nailed it. hmm. And it was amazing. That was when we found it. And it was a young Mr. Lincoln. And this was before he, I mean, this is like 1935. This was before Rich Brett.
0: <laughs> I totally agree with that. Uh, that was an incredible performance. And until, you know, when I saw that, I go, that's yeah, Abraham Lincoln. I mean it was he Yeah, it was scary. It was yeah. scary. I mean the, Oh, so you've seen the movie? Oh yes. When I was a kid oh. I, one of my classic movies.
1: Oh, you remember that very first scene where you're just standing there thinking?
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's like, holy mackerel. I know, but, I know. <laughs> oh wow. No, it's it's really it's for people who haven't seen it, it's it's definitely a classic to see and uh and really I haven't seen Vampire Hunter but I do want to see what Daniel Day-Lewis does with Lincoln in this oh I do
1: too I do uh, Daniel Day-Lewis he's like my idol so yeah he's yeah. a good one he's like who every character actor wants to be
0: yeah I hear you I hear you well wish you the best of luck on the new season uh, we're looking forward to sending it off and uh, I did want to talk to you before the convention so that we talk about other things besides Fringe and we'll get some good stuff ab- more about Fringe at the convention I'm sure but uh Great to talk to you again. Good luck with all your projects. It sounds like you're moving into an exciting part of your career. Oh, well, thank you. All right. We'll talk again, I'm sure. Okay. All right. You take care now. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Hi,
1: I'm Lance Reddick. I'm one of the stars of Fringe, and you're listening to Sci-Fi Talk.